This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the fire then. What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Coming up on today's show, I'm delighted to have Fatma Ahmed Saleh, the Head of Corporate Communication and Event Committee for the Arab Women's Sports Tournament in Sharjah, who will be giving us an insight on what's happening locally. Now, over the last four editions, the Arab Women's Sports Tournament has left a significant influence and impact on women's sport in the Arab world. With hundreds of female athletes from the entire Arab world coming to Sharjah, every two years to compete in the region's largest and only women's sports tournament which we're proud of here at Pulse95 held under the patronage of Her Highness Sheikha Jawahar bin Mohammed Al-Qasimi wife of His Highness the ruler of Sharjah and chairperson of the Sharjah Women's Sports the fifth edition of the tournament returns to the sport fields across Sharjah on February 2nd until the 12th so you must must check it out um, that's something that's coming up on today's show which I'm very excited about especially being here in the the heart of Sharjah on Pulse95, the sports world is in shock following the sad news that Kobe Bryant has passed away in a helicopter accident with his daughter. Our thoughts and prayers uh, go out to his family as the world celebrates a legend in the game and a powerful symbol for the sport. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse95. Pulse95. Oh, he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! It sure is that time. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. It's an absolute pleasure to welcome uh, Fatma Ahmed Saleh on the show from the Arab Women's Sports Tournament in Sharjah. Fatma, welcome to the show. Thank you, and it's uh, my pleasure as well to be here today with you. It's, well, it's great to have you in the studio, and there's so much exciting things happening. I want to get straight into it, okay? So I'm really excited about this because there's a lot happening in, in, in sport, in Sharjah, in the Arab world especially, but can you provide us with like an overview on how many people, the total number of participants this year will be featuring in the Arab uh, from the Arab countries and clubs. Okay, so this year, this edition, the fifth edition, we have uh, the largest number of uh, participation of uh, uh, 78 clubs. Wow! From uh, 18 uh, Arab countries. Okay. So it, it is the largest number that we get uh, for this edition. Mm. And so we we are so proud of, and of we are uh, we are very excited uh, to run this uh, tournament soon. Yeah, and it's. It's something to be very proud of, especially that, you know, we're holding it here and uh, and and in Sharjah. In Sharjah, yeah, it's it's something that I I personally uh, I'm very proud of being uh, you know coming out of Pulse ninety five and and what are the games featured during the the fifth edition of the tournament? Uh, 
so let me tell you about uh, the UAE top the list with uh, 15 uh, participant team mm-hmm. followed by the unit uh, the kingdom of US, of uh, Saudi Arabia okay. uh, with 12 team so it is uh, actually the highest number the of club from uh, the Saudi Arabia okay. uh, we have uh, in this edition mm-hmm. uh, this rise in number of uh, countries and clubs uh, highlights the tournament, uh, which is uh, uh, the platforms for uh, women's sport yes. uh, in Arab countries, and uh, that helped them to to um, uh, to do, to develop their skills, uh, their talent, and uh, comp- uh, the, uh, how they compete together. Yes, yes, and and that's and that's and that's very like nice to hear because. We see personalities and characters and everything um, from the tournament. You know, which game has like the largest number of participation, and also which one are you looking forward to the most? Okay, so uh, AUS 2020 will be hosting uh, uh, competition across nine sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, shooting, basketball, volleyball, table tennis, athletes, uh, and show jumping, fencing, archery, and karate as well. So. Uh, UAE and Bahrain will uh, complete all nine sports, while Saudi Arabia will complete in all sports uh, except shooting. Okay. Uh, so um, for me, uh, I'm looking forward to the shooting. Okay. It was my first uh, time to uh, to shoot in uh, Sharjah Women's Sport Club. Nice. Uh, and it was so exciting for me actually yeah. to to, ha- to shoot uh, and uh, be part of shooting uh, games. Right. Yeah. Are you good? Um, they told me, yeah, <laughs> that I was good. <laughs> I like uh, that. And if they, if I would like to participate, participate with the yeah. the team, so I'm so proud of. So the, what what the halftimers now know is that Fatma is actually a very good shooter as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like that. And um, what kind of message are we trying to share with the Arab world? You know, behind hosting such an amazing tournament in in Sharjah, like every two years. Okay. Uh, we consider as our an uh, oust as uh, our message to raise the Arab uh, society um, a bridge to collaboration and uh, uh, it is a platform for Arab sport women. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the beginning, Sharjah has worked to make sport uh, accessible to everyone. Um, since uh, the Emirates found many institutes, uh, including the Sharjah Sport Council, Council to mm-hmm. achieve that goal. Uh, we, consider, uh, we consider every victory in a game or uh, competition during Oust uh, a victory for the Arab world and its rich history as well. Um, for the fourth uh, ses- uh, season now, um, really we are an excellent platform yes. for sportswomen. And yes. uh, we are uh, so proud to have all these uh, number of clubs and countries to be there. And in this uh, edition, uh, uh, it will represent our efforts uh, to host the largest number That's of big. Uh, clubs. And yeah. for that, you deserve a round of applause for that. Thank you. You know, Fatma, it's something to be proud of, you know, and you said it's the fourth season. So every year we're improving. Yeah. And every year it's getting stronger and we're using this platform to do great things in Sharjah. Yeah. Okay, guys. So a lot more coming up next with Fatma Ahmed Saleh on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he loves to fire that a goal. This is the halftime show with Omar Al on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, 
Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Um, if you are just tuning in and you want to catch up on any of our shows, don't worry, you can he- head over to Apple Podcast and SoundCloud. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri and we are there. We cover some great guests uh, with incredible topics such as um, mental health, gut health, strength and conditioning and what's happening locally and internationally around the world. And it's with great pleasure I welcome uh, Fat- Fatima Ahmed Saleh, who joined us in the studio today. Um, Fatima, how are you, how you feeling firstly? I'm good. Good, excellent. Okay. Um, now, Fatma, we heard about like um, what's happening in, in 2020, and especially in Sharjah. And with the Arab Women's Society um, in Sharjah tournament, it's going to kick off a massive opening ceremony, uh, which is open to the public. Can you give us an idea what's going to happen on February the 2nd? So we will have our opening ceremony in the February 2nd, mm-hmm. uh, and it will be in Sharjah Sports Club in Samnan area. Mm-hmm. Um, so it will be it will be a big uh, opening ceremony. Uh, we will have uh, leaders from the sports uh, industry, nice. and it is actually uh, open for public as well. Mm-hmm. So everyone are welcome to yes. be there. Yes. And uh, then uh, after the opening ceremony, uh, the games and the competition will start in the third of uh, the, in the third uh, third of uh, February. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And it's it's the fifth yeah. season, correct? Yeah, excellent. Okay, so plenty of uh, things to look forward to with that. Uh, what else can we look forward to? Uh, this some new features this year, correct? Uh, yeah, uh, this year we are hosting a session. Mm-hmm. Actually, it is for uh, as a media, uh, sport media about the media. Uh, so it will be titled as the female athletes in Arab world media landscape. It will be held in the February third, fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, and then um, uh, actually we are discussing the challenges. Uh, the opportunities that uh, the the women's sports have in the media and how it's supporting them more and nice. in, in locally and in the region as well. Nice and and there's a huge rise now in in women competing in in the UAE in the Middle East. Um, it's really something to be proud of, you know. Um, but if we want to. If we want the listeners to follow the tournament and the updates, where can is it active on social media? Where, where can we follow? Yeah, we have our website, mm-hmm. it's aus.ae, and also our uh, social media platforms, uh, it's uh, also aus.ae, mm-hmm. uh, so they can follow us and uh, communicate with us, and they can uh, uh, cheer and come to our uh, club uh, and cheer for their countries. Yes. Uh, so it will be from the 2nd of the, the f- uh, February, February, the opening, and then the, the games will start in, from the 3rd mm-hmm. uh, till the 12th. Of and, uh, and there's plenty to look forward to. I know you're looking forward to the shooting. I'm personally looking forward to several of the sports. And I'm very proud as well to be able to see Sharjah holding this platform for women to really evolve and develop in sport. And I want to thank you so much for coming to the Halftime Show. You've been amazing. Uh, it's been great to have you here. And hopefully we will see you at the tournament. Inshallah. Uh, we will see you then and it was uh, my pleasure to be here as well thank you so much Fatma more coming up next folks we've got unfortunately we've got Kobe Bryant uh, and we're going to be celebrating we're not going to be mourning his death we're going to be celebrating his death on the only place to be at 3 the halftime show on Pulse 95 you're listening to Pulse 95 oh he loves the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh! 
It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I am your host, covering everything sport, international, local, wherever you're tuned in around the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in on the Instagram Live at Omar Duri or Pulse95 Radio. Thank you, Alaw, who's tuned in from Saudi, Murad, Maria, uh, you name it. We've got a lot of people. Patrice Carr is also in the building as well. Thank you for tuning in onto the Halftime Show. It's kind of that, that time now where we talk a little bit about um, real life stuff. And I think with... With that, um, obviously, the tragic news this morning of Kobe Bryant uh, passing away with his daughter Gianna um, kind of took the world by storm and actually puts sports in its place, if I can say that. I often relate sports to life and having, uh, having looked at the situation and obviously only had a bit of time to kind of reflect on it, you know, I don't like to mourn someone's death. I like to kind of celebrate someone's life instead. And I think that's the way you know we should look at it everything you know happens at times for a reason and then sometimes you ask yourself why but when it comes to Kobe Bryant his legacy as a person as a human being as well as a an athlete has left its mark on a lot of people a lot of people around the world and for that we are we are grateful for that and uh, a lot of love and support goes out to his family and his wife and and three other kids um, who obviously are going through a very, very tough time. But let's let's talk about his life. You know, Kobe Bryant's 41 years old. And the other day I was talking on, on the show about the greats of basketball and how we only appreciate people when they retire or in this case, when they've left us. Um, this is classic Kobe Bryant because to other people, this has happened for us to be grateful for our own situation. And when you relate it to yourself, when you see your family today, when you see your children, hug them, you know, embrace them even even more, you know, just to be able to to be grateful for what we have. Uh, because, you know, when we lose a human being at the age of 41, it puts things in perspective. And he's left his legacy, which is also in the sense of education and sport. He's prolonged the sport at a time where, you know, we look at his, we look at his career and he wore the, the, the shirt... 24 um, and he wore the shirt 24 which also resembles his work ethic which is 24 hours a day uh, recently LeBron James surpassed his all-time scoring record uh, which was third and for those that don't know I've mentioned on the show the Players Tribune which is something where the players connect with the fans Kobe Bryant speaks so well of that and for someone that didn't go to university left school and went straight into um, basketball, you know, when you put all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, it is so admirable. Um, what people don't know is actually Kobe Bryant was a fan of football or soccer uh, as a young child, supporting the Italian side AC Milan. And he would have never, he would have been a, a soccer player while in Italy if he had not watched the NBA Showtime, which groomed his interest in basketball. He, his famous nickname, which some of you might know, is uh, the Black Mamba. Now, the Black Mamba is because of the snake, um, the snake speed, agility, and accuracy. Kobe nicknamed himself Black Mamba after he watched Quentin Tarantino's movie, Kill Bill, where the Black Mamba was used as a code word for a deadly mission. So, Kobe revealed in an interview that he nicknamed himself Black Mamba following his off-court struggle in 2003-2004, and just him being able to 
to tackle life in that manner, which is very, very cool. He decided not to attend college, as I said, and went straight into professional basketball. And you know what? He was actually a very smart kid because he scored uh, 1,080 in his sat. And Bryant made the ultimate decision to skip college and go pro straight from high school. Now, he said that if he had gone to college, he would have chosen Duke for those people that, you know, know Duke very well. He was the 13th player taken in the 1996 draft. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets drafted Kobe, but immediately traded him to Los Angeles. Um, and they traded him for a, a center called Vlad Divac. Uh, Kobe was only 17 years old when he was drafted, and he had turned 18 by the time his first NBA season started. Very admirable. Uh, during his high school prom, any of you remember Brandy? Um, Brandy the artist. Uh, she went with him uh, as his date in the high school prom and it was no surprise because many already saw Kobe as that kind of celebrity so he got that extra little bit of um, media attention so to speak which is, is also kind of cool I like that um, and at 34 years and 104 days Kobe Bryant became the youngest player in league history to reach 30,000 career points <sighs> wow 30,000 career points you know it makes you just think for a second and go you know what an athlete it wasn't just athlete though. It was a lot more than that. And I have to say that when it comes down to that, after a wildly successful 20 year NBA career, Kobe retired at the end of 2016 and uh, he scored 60 points in his final game on April 13th, 2016. It was the most points scored by a player in a single game during the 2016 NBA season. Once Bryant hung up his sneakers in 2016. He finished with a total of 33,643 points, 7,047 rebounds, and 6,306 assists. Wow. <laughs> you know, when you think about athletes and you think about numbers, that is insane. Um, furthermore, he picked up 60 accolades um, You know, during his brilliant 20-year career with Lakers. And it's just a time where we got to appreciate the man. You know, what a guy. Uh, phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Kobe Bryant, the halftime show, salutes you, my man. Uh, very, very impressive. And I think, you know, for everyone who is tuned in, you know, text us on 4215, or do, and let us know, when you think of Kobe Bryant, what do you think? What stands out most? You know, is it a memory on the court, off the court, as a human being, um, his children, his family? The man himself, the myth, the legend, we salute you, Kobe Bryant. Thank you for being a huge part of our lives. And that is a wrap. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot. What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. What a show we've had today so far. Um, we had Fatima uh, Saleh earlier who was talking to us about 
um, Arab Women's Tournament in Sharjah, which is coming up on the 2nd of Feb. Great, great um, concept and a, a nice platform for women to compete in sport. Really enjoyed having her down. Uh, awesome, awesome lady. We also spoke about Kobe Bryant. And of course, we've got the people who are tuned in at the moment now on the Halftime Show on our Instagram at Omar Duri and Pulse95 Radio. Uh, Yusuf Mawad, who's got a huge day coming up. Congratulations on your wedding, uh, cuz. That's a good thing. Amna, of course. Ala from Saudi. Khalid, Fatima as well. Uh, Hamad from our UAE here. Maria, of course. And Saadiya, who are all tuned in, listening to the Halftime Show. And Patty as well, who just walked into the room as we speak. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, as I said earlier, I, I would rather celebrate Kobe Bryant's life than mourn his death. Um, it just makes us a lot more grateful for what we have with your kids, with your family, with your loved ones. Make sure you give them a nice, nice hug uh, and just appreciate life a lot more. Sometimes we focus on so many other uh, distractions that we tend to lose track of what we do have. So it's definitely the message of the, of, of the day is just to be grateful, be thankful. Um, and our heart goes out to uh, Kobe Bryant's family. Uh, who are at the moment obviously going through a tough time love and praise to everyone out there but guys we have a lot of sports coming up this week we've got a lot of good things happening as well in uh in in charge as well so make sure if you do ever miss our shows wherever you are tuned in in the world shout out to magda as well wherever you're tuned in remember you can listen to us on apple podcast and soundcloud just type in the halftime show with omar duri and we are there We've got a lot of great shows with some incredible guests, locally and internationally. There's no music, there's no commercials. It's very, very good content. Shout out to Alia as well, who's in, uh, who's in the room on the Instagram Live as well. And make sure you let us know. Share and like and tell us how you feel about it. Um, I'm, I'm kind of on that pathway today where I'm looking at the day a bit more differently uh, with you know everyone who's around, the Pulse95 family, obviously, who are here in the background showing their love. Uh, as always and I'm grateful for that so what are you grateful for today text us on 4215 or do or slide into our DMs at Omar Durio Instagram and let us know how you're feeling I definitely want to hear about that and you know guys it's only right we kind of tribute this last part to the man himself Kobe Bryant who left his legacy as a man as a human being and as an athlete Here's Kobe Bryant and what he had to say as a piece of advice and motivation for all of our halftime listeners. Check this out. So what I've learned about the game, and it's, uh, it's not to say that you know, what I say is the right way or it's gospel or this is the, the way that it should be done, but this is just my interpretation of some of the things that I've learned, some of the things that have helped me, and um, you know, that's what I'll try to pass on, the mental part of it, the physical part of it. And then it's on them to kind of take that and digest it and see how it works for them. The biggest challenge that they'll face is the challenge that comes from within. They're really going to have some doubts as to whether or not they can get through this. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, when they lay their heads on their pillow at night to go to sleep or when it's all said and done, you know, they'll be able to look themselves in the eyes and be proud of themselves. And that, that's really the key about this whole thing. It's not. It's bigger than just a game of basketball. It's really about finding out who you are as a person and what you can do and, uh, and, and knowing that you can go beyond what you believe your physical limitations or mental limitations are. Mental toughness really is um, its all about not getting too high or getting too low, but just kind of staying, staying pretty even-keeled. I mean, that's kind of the trick to it is uh, 
not to get too emotionally attached to the situation. Ah! I mean, it's one thing to be excited, but there's certain, certain emotions you gotta watch out for, like overlooking plays or getting frustrated because you missed a shot or had a bad turnover and kind of letting that kind of linger. Now I think it's a point where um, I can identify it pretty quickly. So if something's frustrating me, I can always not react to it. I can always uh, get right back to you know, the pocket that I need to be in. Pre-conditioning programs, for example, um, some like to do long distance, some like to do short distance. Um, I prefer shorter distances, shorter spurts, weight training programs, um, different moves, whether it's ball handling moves or you know a crossover move. Some guys like to crossover with a, kind of a long crossover move, um, which is you know, one of the ones that I prefer. I used to prefer. Now that I'm older, I actually like to keep it more compact and tighter to me. If you keep it more compact, you're able to use your size and use your strength more to body body your guys off of you a little bit. And plus, it's a little quicker. You know, when I was young, I was so long and lanky that I could use that to my advantage. Um, so now I like to use my use my body a lot more. And that was Kobe Bryant and a message for all human. For all human beings that are listening out there, you know, just be grateful for what you have. Um, he is not just an incredible athlete, but someone that resembles hard work, truth, and honest, honest uh, skill in sport. Whichever sport you follow around the world, remember to hug your loved ones a little bit more today. Be grateful for what you have. That's the message coming out of the halftime show. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in. And Emily from the US is also tuned in. Tarek from the UK. Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch us Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on the halftime show on the only place to be at 3, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.